When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Hour 2 of Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment, everything. The only thing you ever learned is that vodka doesn't smell on your breath. That's right. <laughs> it sure does. Mm-hmm. Kind of does, on. though, JR. Come on. Yeah. I'm Jace with Dawn and Mike. Alexis is taking a few days off. Thanks for being here. Uh, oh, uh, you just heard Lizzo there. Lizzo was in town last night, and um, people were sending in text messages or tweets because I mentioned that on I couldn't I didn't go it was too late uh but I mentioned how on social media I saw a lot of people taking pictures in front of a giant inflatable rear end yeah and I was like what the this is fantastic it's it's but it was weird to see full families standing in front of an inflatable butt it's <laughs> great so, I found out a little bit more about that uh and writes to me hi ann uh, as far as the time, cause I said she probably didn't go on before 11, um, because of opening acts and stuff and said she was actually very respectful. She went on right after 9 PM and got done before 11 mm. and the giant inflatable booty was to promote her line with Fabletics. Thank oh, you. Ann she Brown. has a line with Fabletics. She does. Um, that is, uh, Oh God! Whose company is that? What's her name? She's the, uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter. Kate Hudson. Kate, Kate Hudson. Hudson. Yeah. Kate Hudson's great brand. Yeah. Those so. are worth the price. Because when any... you run, I'm sorry. Let me just talk about leggings oh, for a oh, second. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, Athletics. Yeah, yeah. When you run or you are fast walking, they don't start moving down your butt because if you have a butt, <laughs> you know, as you walk, mm-hmm. it starts to you know move. The elevator and, starts to go and down. And even if they're high-waisted, some of the brands that are are cheap, they yeah. move. And then you're constantly pulling up your your pants. Your, your so Fabletics stay in place. Love them. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> go on. Do they have, no, no, no. I Do they have men's? Maybe at this point. I'm sure they yeah. do. They, they're so popular. They had to have broken into that um, genre. So if, yeah. you're, if you can't afford Lululemon's, which are the same kind of quality, do Fabletics. Yeah. And by the way, if anyone has a, a picture of themselves in front of the giant booty, oh, sure. that, uh, that send me, I would like permission to use it. I want to use it on the talk show. I, I need to show one of these, but I need permission. So give me permission and send me one of those photographs because I love this. This is That was my favorite thing other than the Bethany Frankel beauty videos that I watched last night. But um, I need a booty photo. And that's just it. fun to say. Yeah. Speaking of online, what that I saw, I couldn't even read it, Don. Uh-huh. I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I should have now read it because I'm like, I should all. put it on the sheet. Yeah. What Brittany posted again. Okay. So it's been removed, which I oh. find weird. 
I'm like, she's speaking her mind. And, you know, most of the time I'm like, oh, I'm worried. Don't say that online. But um, I went into a deep dive on the post. So she mm-hmm. basically posted. I don't even remember what the picture was. Oh, it was a it was a some snapshots of her on some talk show or something. And she looks beautiful. She's like 21 or something, 20. And um, she goes on this rant about, you know, how her dad treated her like a dog and how she was confined. And it's like, how dare you do this? Like, really bringing to light some more things about her captivity, as I would call it. You know, they forced her to go into an institution and she wasn't allowed this and that and just controlled her life for no reason, you know. Um, and so she brings all of that. To, she's talking about it. She just keeps talking about it. And half of the comments were, girl, you need to keep this off social media or you need to get some therapy. And I my, you know, after reading the other comments. Yeah. Of people defending her. I am on their side because in the past I've been like, yeah, ooh, too much information. But she was silenced for so long let her talk. If you don't like it, then don't follow her. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, don't shame her into keeping her mouth closed because you feel uncomfortable. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, tell us the details. Even if we've heard them over and over again, if I don't like the post or if it brings me down, then I'll move on to something else. But I don't think the solution is to tell Brittany to stop talking, you know, and she definitely is going to therapy. You guys, she definitely has a therapist. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with those people in, and I said it at the very beginning of this. I didn't read it, so but yeah. I do what well, you said removed. to do. Yeah. yeah, but I but I don't think that she should be silenced. It's right. her account. It's right? her page. I, as the consumer of her page, I just I just don't read it. I don't want to get because sure. I feel bad for her. You that's know what fair. I mean? I just so yeah, and and that's lot. fair. It's it's po- probably a part of her process in healing because. If you keep things inside and you don't speak your mind on them, you know, she's having a day where all of that's coming back to her and she puts it up there. Like, let her speak. You know, she took it down. I don't know why. She got a lot of negative comments about, like, you need to get some help. And I'm like, how do you know she isn't? Like, for sure she has a therapist. She's talked about her therapists more than one before. Well, and I didn't think of it, obviously, because I led with what I said. I... I didn't think of it to the point of view that you outlined as far as... While you were watching Bethany Frankel videos, I was reading Brittany's post and all the comments. Yeah. I don't know which one's scarier, but... You bought um, something. That's scary. I did actually buy. I did. I did. I <laughs> more than little, one. Admit I bought it. Those you bought eye more. Patches. Did you buy just the eye patches? That's on our I show bought, links page, by the way. I bought just the eye patches right okay. now, but I bought other stuff that she's recommended, but... Um, but no, I didn't think of it through the lens of, you know, it's kind of like a, a bottle, like a, a, you know, champagne bottle that's been, it's corked and then you uncork it and it's just like, girl, bubbles for days. Yeah. And and if you've been silenced, you know, for years, not just days, you've been silenced for years, stuff's going to, stuff's going to come out. Stuff's <clears throat> going to bubble over. It's going to, it's like a, you know, a pressure cooker. Exactly. So yeah, I, I yeah. didn't think about it. I didn't think of it that way. But I just, you know, I'm not here to like woman splain. 
how mm. to feel about Britney Spears. Just, no, I'm just saying. What I'm saying I is, I didn't think changed, of it that way. I changed yeah. my mind last night about it. Yeah, and maybe because she's, you know, putting new allegations out there mm-hmm. that lawyers told her to take it down. I don't know. Yeah. When we come back, uh, another piece of drama we've been following every single day, uh, Kanye or Ye. It seems that he said even worse things. What? And we're just not seeing them. Okay, I don't know about this. Okay, I will. Mr. Pooth, out with the new album, by the way. Go download it. It's really good. Basically produced on TikTok. I love him. Another person that I follow, I watch on social media a lot, not just Bethany Frankel's beauty reviews. <laughs> what are your top five people that you follow or look at? Um, this week, this week. Good question. Uh, Ryan Phillippe talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. It always cracks me up. Oh. Um, yeah, he's obsessed with the Eagles, and it makes me laugh. Um, Bethany. Yeah. Uh, I I do. I'm, I'm like my husband. I love Charlie Puth on social. Okay. I also follow um, a site called Camporama. This is a this is a good question, Don. I like mm, that. Here, I just threw it in. We probably don't even have time for it, but sure, we, we do. do, girl. We we have we have we can do whatever we want. Sure. Um, <laughs> a Camporama. It's like celebrating camp in every decade. Oh. Um, I've never mentioned that before, but it's a great little Instagram. I follow that on the gram. I think it's on TikTok too. Okay. Um. I also follow, there's a guy, um, now this is purely superficial, okay? Purely. There's no redeeming content, but his name is Sam Spade. Okay. And he's for the ladies, and he's for the gays. Uh, he's just <laughs> a good-looking dude that is a mechanic. Oh. He's like a, oh, yeah. He's uh, he's just a good-looking guy, and he's a model, but he's just like a, I don't know. So I follow him. And let me look. Let me give you one more. Oh, and now I start following because I find him funny. He's my favorite new SNLer. Okay. Mar- Marcelo Hernandez. Okay. He's a new featured cast member. And it, and he's a comedian. Uh, like Gilbert Gottfried uh, endorsed him and was kind of a mentor. He's really funny. He's from Miami. Um, I, His dad, I believe, is Cuban. And his mom is from the Dominican, I think, or the other way around. But anyway, um, lives in Miami, and he's a new cast member of SNL. Oh, great. Yeah, Mar- Marcelo Hernandez. So those are a couple that I'm okay, loving right great. now. great. Yeah. That's great. We've been following this Kanye, or yay nonsense. And he sat down. This is in Rolling Stone and the Daily Beast. You've heard of Vice, this, the website Vice. Yes, yes, I go to it occasionally for prep. Their, their uh, mothership, their uh, corporation mm-hmm. that runs it, got a hold of unaired footage or footage edited out of Ye's interview with Tucker Carlson from a couple nights ago on oh, Fox News Channel. I'm looking at it. Okay, watch the disturbing Kanye interview clips that didn't put yep. on air. <gasps> now, I am not going to repeat... I'm not going to give it further breath and oxygen. I'm not going to repeat some of the things that were edited out that he said. Okay. Um, but the story is uh, more of his rants went on the cutting room floor. Of course. Um, talk of the KKK 
uh, more anti-Semitic comments were never aired. What is he uh, also, pro KKK? No, he oh, but, connected it to. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just, just his mind again. map right now is very yeah. manic. Yes, he also revealed that he is vaccinated, and okay. they cut that out. Okay, um, but interesting choice. There are just a lot of things edited out of the interview. Some made him look worse that they edited out. Mm. And some just probably edited for time to be fair. That happens. Mm. I'm not going to just, I'm not going to just going to come down, but, um, but Rolling Stone did a kind of comprehensive breakdown of what was left off. Like I said, vice did. And um, yeah, boy, it's just, do you see what David Schwimmer wrote? No. Oh girl. Um, let me pull that up because he is yeah. Jewish. Yeah, he did not mince words. Deborah Messing uh, retweeted it. Okay, let me look at that. Um, hold on a minute. God, Instagram on um, Instagram on laptop changed its format, and I do. I not can't get enjoy into it. mine on my laptop at all. It says it's going to give me a code to log in to my account, and I never get it. Here's what Swimmer wrote. Jews make up only 2.4% of the population of the U.S., but are victims of more than 60% of all religious hate crimes. Absolutely. Whether or not Kanye is mentally ill, there's no question he is a bigot. Mm. His hate speech calls for violence to his millions of followers against Jews. And that's, see, that's the problem. He has right. such a platform. Anyway, let me continue. Um, David continues to write. If you interpret his words any other way and defend him, guess what? You're a racist. If we don't call someone as influential as Kanye out for his divisive, ignorant, and anti-Semitic words, then we are complicit. Silence is complicity. And then David linked to an FBI annual report on hate crimes, incidents, and offenses. Great to back up his statement. His statement, If anybody goes, that's not true. Yeah. So what I just read from David Schwimmer. Oh, my goodness. Now, Tucker Carlson isn't my preferred cup of tea for his views i'll say that but why would you want to associate yourself it's it's just it's almost at this point kind of sick that they're taking advantage of his manic state and and giving him a platform like i don't care what side of the fence you're on why are we giving him a platform on a big show like that because it's not something that you anybody can align with Neither side, like if you want to look at it in a political way, since he does a... Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Political show? Yeah. I, 
you don't either side. You don't want to align with these thoughts. I ho- no. hope not. And how did he? I'll have to watch. I'll have to watch more of it. I just don't know how he conducted it. Like, how did he? Did he well, refuse the claims or did he egg him on? Like, yeah, I need to, to watch f- it. I'm ignorant right now when it comes well, to his side. And to be fair, as someone who does a television show, mm-hmm. uh, and and this this is going to seem like I'm defending the mothership because I do work, full disclosure, I don't work for the same branch of the company. People, when they hear Fox 9, they yeah. think, oh, you're... No, 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 there are Those different are divisions. Yeah. I work for a different. I work for the Fox Television Station Group, mm-hmm. and there are, and you, y'all listening. There, why should you know that? You don't need. You, there's no reason you would know that. But yeah. we are a different, a wholly separate division of the company than Fox News Channel. Anyway, having said that, I'm not gonna not comment just because of who signs my paycheck. I'm not de- so saying all of that. I'm not defending the show. But there are things that are edited out for time. There truly are. Sometimes there there are important issues that are tackled in an interview that you have to cut for time because you want to focus on topics A, B, and C. Of course. You know what I mean? And so with I'm not, him, he's, uh, from what I hear, it goes on and on and on. Yes. So you do have to edit. So I'm, I, I want to look at it fairly, as I try to do, um, with weighty topics like this. Uh, but that's a lot of stuff to leave on the cutting room floor that doesn't make him look good, make Kanye look good. Just like, that's how I much mean, deeper can it get with him as far as yeah. his image I, not I, looking good? Like you said, the broader point is I, I don't know until I don't know if we should still if he isn't a manic state. Should we sh- I don't know. In my opinion, we shouldn't continue to give him a platform right let to him it. right yeah. it's just it's the anti-semitic just, it's material. sad I mean. it really is on all parts yeah um man i can just like some of the quotes here um it's bad there's it's no you can't defend it i saw something about that he knew that there were hired actors that were trying to sexually entice his children some yeah. kind of a story about that. Yes, that was left. About... That was one of the yeah. Oh my god! I'm like, what does that even mean? I didn't have time because I had to go to the no, screening. It's... But I was like, wow, what? What now? You know, yeah. this is it's bad, 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 bad. Uh, when we come back, no game today. There's just too much to get to, and we have a ass hat coming up as well. Uh, when we return, uh, George R. R. Martin. We'll do a little TV talk here. Mm-hmm. George R. R. Martin talks House of Dragon. How long does he think it should and probably will run? It was interesting. I, 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 I learned some things here. I didn't know he was that involved. We'll be right back. Stay with us. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. Howdy y'all, this year's Mike. <laughs> Down at Mike's Golf Shop. Where we buy golf. That's right. We buy golf clubs. Mike's Golf Shop. Come on over here. We buy golf clubs. Over at Mike's Golf Shop. Come on down here. We buy golf clubs. That's right. We buy golf clubs. 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 This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. 
We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. That's right. Mike buys golf clubs, everyone. Just yeah. FYI. Yeah. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Come on I might down talk- here. Come on down That's here. That's what I love. That's like your neighbor yep. in the country that yeah. wants to show you what's in his burn pile. Yeah. You come know? on down here. Hey, come on down here. There's burnt bone. Come on down here. Oh, my God. What are you doing on your property, Mike? <laughs> I'm scanning things. Come on down. <laughs> hey, come on. Look at this. Come on. I got I got bell jars full of human remains. Come on down here. <laughs> no. I got stuff to do, Mike. No, come on down. I got cats down here. No. Yeah. I got to go to... I gotta go to Walmart. No. Have you seen your Aunt Jessica lately? Yeah, she said never to talk to her again. We have Jessica. <laughs> we have I Jessica. I haven't heard from her in a while. She's in a bell jar. <laughs> She's in a bell jar. Yeah, bye, Mike. Bye. <laughs> and scene. Uh. <laughs> oh, my. I can't remember. I yeah. I mix. I we talk about so much TV as you. I know it stresses you out, <laughs> right? Because um, I can't keep up, uh, and you know I'm a completionist type of a yeah. person. And I can't keep up with you keeping up. So, are you who <laughs> are you watching House of Drag House of the Dragon? No, I haven't even started it. I did okay. watch all of Game of Thrones, but I'm yeah. going through. Oh, well, I'm not really going through Ring of Power because we. Don't want to watch it. I know. But we're going to finish it at some point. But there's so my, many things starting. Oh. My poor husband, uh, for so many reasons, my poor husband, um, I have completely abandoned, abandoned him. him. Yes. No, I'm, and I, in, in our 10 year relationship <laughs> of watching TV together, yeah. we have never been through a period like this. And I don't think marriage counseling will help. <laughs> we have. <laughs> I have left him on the side of the road for so many shows right now. Um, I've abandoned him for House of the Dragon. <laughs> and I have flat out packed my bags and left him oh. for for Rings of Power. Oh. I, do you guys I've, talk about this like MC and I do? Like, we have negotiations oh. in our house. It's like, yeah, it's like. Okay, well, we can't watch all of this stuff with each other, you know, because yeah. he goes to the gym every day. Oh, bless his heart. I was mad about that, apparently. Um, mm. Like at 530 in the morning, and he watches, you know, he does an hour of cardio where he watches something. And he's like, he's I so have to good. move on. I got to watch something. I got to watch. <laughs> I got to move on yeah. without you and watch Andor. And I'm like, okay, which he doesn't really like, but. He doesn't? No. Oh, that surprises me. Thank God I didn't put money on that. Yeah, he's not really into it, but of course he's going to finish it. Oh, I I, I do like that. I was was wondering what MC thought. Because I respect his Star Wars-ness. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, but you know how it is. And and he's like, okay, what are we going to watch? And I'm like, Great British Bake Off. And he's like, but we really do need to watch Rings of Power. And I'm like, oh. But I want to do something that makes me happy. Is he watching Rings of Power without you? No. He is not. I don't okay. think we've been past even the second episode. And I'm like, yeah. really? He was like, yeah, we've only watched two. And, yeah, and then we got eight. really behind in Europe. Yeah. And so 
Oh my god! I'm like, we, ah, it feels like we've watched eight. I know. We we started seven last night. Colin came home from being out with his friend and came home. He's like, what should we watch? Now, mind you, I was loving life just watching Bethany on you TikTok all night. Re- I, yeah, you just wanted to continue I, that. I wasn't watching one. I was flipping around. I was watching Angela Lansbury clips. I was watching yeah. old Rosie O'Donnell show clips. I was watching Dallas bumpers. You know, I was just uh, pediddling. Anyway, <laughs> so we watched, we started episode seven of Rings of Power. Girl, we got 10 minutes into it. And he looked at me from his corner of the couch. He goes, babe, we don't have to watch this. I go, okay. And I turned it right off. Like You're like, thank God. You, I, faster than you can say scrappy-doo. I was like, we're done. Um, and I think he's realized now that he's just going to have to watch that oh. and House of, Dra- House of the Dragon by himself. I want to like Rings of Power me so too. much because I love Lord of the Rings. Like, my dad was super into the books. I, before, I, I was reading The Hobbit before I could really make out most of the words, I would have a little dictionary next to me and look up the word so that I could get through it. I mean, like in, I don't know, second grade or something. So I really have loved, I've read the book several times, Lord of the Rings, and I loved the movies. Collectively, I think it's one of the best movies if you look at all of them together that's ever been made. It's so good. Uh, but, but anyway, what are we supposed to be talking about here? George R. R. House of the Dragon. Making yeah, I brought more excuses this up. about how he, he's not writing the last book or what? Yeah, exactly. No. Uh, so I read this yesterday and I found this interesting as someone who has a very uh, kiddie pool base of knowledge on <clears throat> him or uh, the Game of Thrones series because I, I abandoned that after three years. Yeah. So we're switching back and forth, you guys, between Lord of the Rings and, and Game, House of the Dragon. And, and so Game of Thrones. To keep you up. We are now talking House of the Dragon. And in, in an interview, George R.R. R. Martin, the creator of Game of Thrones and now House of the Dragon, said that if all goes according to plan, House of the Dragon and the story that it's based on should be told in 40 episodes. Okay. So if you follow HBO Max's logic and their planning, that's about four seasons. Four seasons. Okay. So that's what you can expect. He said to properly tell the Targaryen Civil War story, mm-hmm. you will need 40 episodes. And my the peg of this for me is, A, I really didn't have any idea he was really that involved with this show. I thought he gave them the outline mm. and was like, peace. <clears throat> but I guess not. I guess not. And then the other thing is in this interview, he dropped a little nugget that he used to write for Beauty and the Beast. The TV show? The TV show (laughs) that Alexis loves. Uh, Yes. Catherine. Catherine! Because he wrote, he goes, wow, you know, when I started writing for Beauty and the Beast, you had to, you know, seasons were 28, 30 episodes, you know, 28 long. Yeah, and he's right. I mean, now if a season is 22, we're like, are you kidding me? Are but you no, kidding me? it used to be so many. And, and it's <sighs> the most, like in Dallas's premiere season, they had like 31 episodes. Can you imagine? 31. That was network television in the 80s and 90s. Now, the typical order was around 24 to 28. But now you're lucky to get eight to ten. 
10 seems like a lot now. Oh, 10 seems like too much. If, if they can do it in six, I'm so happy. Like, yeah. I'm much more likely to watch something on Netflix or, you know. Like well, mini, I like miniseries. I guess yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power is eight episodes. Eight. Okay. And seven just dropped. And again, we got through 10 minutes of it, and poor Colin, I had to abandon ship. I'm like, I'm going to go back and watch Bethany. Oh, I'd sell some products <laughs> or, to me. Or Real Housewives of New York season seven. One of the best seasons ever. Anyway, huh. so so there we go. So if you're a Game of Thrones fan and you're loving House of the Dragon, you can expect about four seasons. Mm. So there we go. Oh, I have some little TV news really quickly here. Oh, that I oh yeah, please. Greg Sestero last night. I went to a showing of The Room. Yeah, um, which is uh, the original movie that the movie The Disaster Artist was based on and the book. So the writer of the book and who was in the movie The Room was there at a screening at Alamo. And he's just talking about future projects that he's doing. And he is involved in a project with the people from The Haunting of Bly Manor and Haunting of Hill House, which to me, I'm like, oh, good for you. Like, thank God you're getting a gig that's, you know. And that's a whole universe Wiseau. now. It is. And I'm like, yes, I totally want him to succeed oh. and go. So, But I also want to see if they fail again because Blind Manor was awful. Awful. You hated it. I, I know that. I hated it. It could have been four episodes and it was like 12. And now they have that Midnight Club thing, which I have to watch. What's that? That's the newest entry into that universe. Oh, okay. Well, maybe. What is that? What's that on? Netflix. Okay. okay. Yeah. See, I know. Adding to the pressure. Too much to watch. <laughs> no. Let me look yep. that up. Yep. What's it called? Midnight. Midnight. The Midnight Club. Midnight Club. Ooh, yeah. Remember Midnight Mass? That was good. Yeah, did. That was good. That actually was good. When we come back, everybody, am I the asshat? Part one. Next. And now a really ridiculous and most likely offensive moment from Pat Robertson. The internet is filled with pornography. This has been a really ridiculous and offensive moment from Pat Robertson. Thanks, Pat. Thanks for that insight. <laughs> Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk and streaming all over the place, all over the place on uh, on our my talk uh, app and our website. And you can also listen to us now on your favorite home device that I will not say the name of because it will activate all of yours. I'm Jace with Lex and Mike. Alexis is taking some days off. It's time for Am I the Asshat? Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the Asshat? Don't forget to join the conversation. 651-641-1071. We'd love to talk to you. Here we go. Am I the Asshat for refusing to pay to fix my babysitter's laptop? (laughs) I'm a single mom of two. I hired a babysitter after I started working a new job. My kids are eight and six. The babysitter is 17. She brings her laptop with her to study. It's perfectly okay with me as long as she keeps an eye on the kids. Yesterday I came home and the babysitter showed me her laptop that got broken by my youngest. I was shocked. I was shocked and I asked how this happened. And she said that she left. She left the laptop in the living room and went in the other room to make the kids lunch. My youngest grabbed it and ran with it and dropped it accidentally and broke the screen. I said that was horrible, and I apologized to her, but stated it was her fault for leaving the laptop within the reach of the kids. 
She said that she thought my kids were old enough to know not to touch other people's things. I explained how they might have thought it belonged to us since it was in our house. She asked if I could pay for it to get it fixed. I refused and insisted it was her problem, not mine. She ranted about having exams soon and not having enough money to get it fixed. We argued, and I had to tell her to go home after she persisted. Later on, I got a call from her dad basically blaming the whole thing on me and demanding I pay to get the laptop fixed, but I still refused. Now she's refusing to come again unless I pay her for the laptop repair, even though I paid her in advance to watch my kids. Am I the asshat? 651-641-1071 or tweet us. Dawn at Dark, Jason Matheson. Dawn. Mm. Oh, oh man, this is I know. difficult. It really is. I'm, I'm sort of on the side of the babysitter, even though I don't. I, I kind of think she is the asshat because this whole well, he probably thought it belonged to us, and it's your fault for leaving it there. It, here's the deal: the laptop got broke broken by your kid and my first reaction whether i'm a single mom or not which you have been i am and you a are, single yes. mom and yeah. i was a single mom without any child support so maybe let's clarify that first yeah what does that mean um i i feel like she should have at least offered to pay half you know like my first reaction would be like let me do something to help you you know instead of it's your fault. Who wants to babysit for her if she has that kind of attitude? Ugh, yeah, the, I don't refl- know. <laughs> the reflexive reaction is what kind of surprised me. And we're only hearing one side of the story. That's right. And so, so she's supposed to at seventeen, like, be like, okay, it's not a three. Sorry, he's not three. He's six. Mm-hmm. He's six. It's six and eight. And you pick it up and uh, yeah. run with it? No, that's out of control behavior that you should be managing, Mom. Let's go to the phone lines. <laughs> Sarah on line one. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the show. Is the mom Hi. the asshat? Hi. How Hi. Are you? Great. How are you? Good. Um, I am a teacher. Yeah. And I taught kindergarten for eight years and first grade for 15 years. And now I teach fourth grade. So I've taught that age and in our classroom your things belong to you mm-hmm. and I don't think that um oh how do I say it I think that the six-year-old needs to maybe make amends for what he or she did mm-hmm. and I think that he, he or she should have known to not touch somebody else's things without asking I don't think that's too young so you think the mom is the asshat that she should offer to help pay or pay the entire thing? Um, absolutely. Um, it's a learning experience, and I think that it's a good time to discuss with the six-year-old and the eight-year-old um, what, what what happened and what what was wrong. And I think that um, I think it would solve a lot of issues, and it's a good learning point. It's a good lesson. Thank mm-hmm. you, Sarah. Let's go to Julie on. Thank you. Let's go to Julie on line two. Hi, Julie. Welcome to the show. Is the mom the asshat? Good morning, team. Good morning. Um, yes, I have kids, and I think, you know, I'm responsible for what they do and however old they are. Yeah. So, bot, right. that's there's no if, ands, or buts for you, right, Julie? There's no if, ands, or buts for me. <laughs> I have teenagers, and if they bust or break something, 
you know, that's our responsibility as a parent, unfortunately, but it's a learning lesson like the other caller, and that would be a learning lesson for us and our kids as well. Absolutely. Julie, thank you. Have a thank wonderful you. day, Julie. Thank you, team. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Let's go to uh, Faith on line three. Hi, Faith. Welcome to the show. Faith, is the mom the asshat? Absolutely. That babysitter needs to take the prepaid money that she got, put it towards a new laptop, and never go back to babysit that family until mom makes it right. <laughs> Thank you. I yeah, love this. Faith. I thought I was going to be up against a lot of angry people saying that no. I was wrong. but No. I okay. have children, and if they would have ruined something that belonged to a babysitter or a friend that came over to play, no, no, the kids, the kids need to have some sort of repercussions. But mom is responsible to fix that. Absolutely, yep. absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I don't agree. know if you feel this way, Faith, but I would make my kid do little jobs to help yes. pay off the laptop. Yeah, like, and yep. I would absolutely. show them how much it costs for me to earn the nine hundred dollars or whatever it is. Like, look, yep. mom I've... has to work, you know, two weeks or whatever. Yep, I've done that with my kids and, and pay out whatever it is in like $1 bills so that mm-hmm. they have some sort of concept for how much that money really is. Thank yep. you. Good person, Faye. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Let's give Julie the last word. Hi, Julie. You get the last word. Is the mom the asshat? Absolutely. <laughs> no question. Mm. Pay for that laptop and like it's been said, make the kid pitch in, do something, have a discussion. I mean... He picked it up and he ran with it. Like, that yeah. doesn't even make any sense. That, there's some things going on there. Yeah, he's yeah. probably doing other bad And stuff. they're old enough to know better. <laughs> that It's not like they're two. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Julie. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Yeah. I, I, I agree with everything that you said, Don, and the callers. I, I was, even before the callers and you, I, I, I agreed. I mean, you're responsible. It's your house. And you got all... I, it's your sex trophy that did it exactly exactly trophy for sex (laughs) but i also thought too you gotta be considerate the the girl she's a student hello hashtag poor college student isn't a phrase for no reason she's a high school student or high school come on be considerate consider it (laughs) another asshat when we return For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.